This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, welcome to the show. It is Sunday evening. The Giants are trailing. Yes, I could be covering the Giants a little bit more closely, but this game has been as putrid as I predicted. So I am going to benefit you guys by allowing uh, my thoughts on the Sunday night football matchup just so you can kind of get a jump start on the 8 o'clock matchup and, uh, you know, and kind of go from there. But rough main slate, to be honest. Uh, unfortunately, Ryan Fitzpatrick suffered a major hip injury today in the first quarter. I mean, he just killed a bunch of lineups, but hopefully, you know, it's not season ending. We hope uh, for his sake, uh, just because he's such a fun guy to have around. Uh, and yeah, the Giants just uh, turned it over on downs. Man, what a miserable game. Uh, I'm, I'm getting di- uh, distracted here, uh, and it looks oh uh, the Browns just punched it in. So yeah, the 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 Browns uh, successful drive. Uh, uh, Browns up on the Chiefs. I told you the Browns were treating this game like a Super Bowl matchup. To be honest, uh, not I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. Uh, but uh, you know, kind of looking at these afternoon games, the shocker is Green Bay just getting absolutely throttled and i mean throttled by uh the saints i mean Jameis is just having a day uh i mean oh and another touchdown uh for the saints De- deontay harris oh uh, my afternoon lineups might be picking up though uh the main slate uh, is r- rough but maybe the afternoon slate uh, might turn fortunes around but yeah it- it's just uh it's rough it, it 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 was not a good main slate at all for uh, your boy here, but uh, you know I'm hanging strong, folks. I hang strong for all of you. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it you know, but injuries happen, and, and you just have to kind of understand that you need a lot of things to go right, and if something goes awry, so you got the Fitzpatrick injury, it takes out all the pieces on Washington that you're going to be looking forward to McLaurin. Those other QBs are just not good enough. Uh, you had an injury to Mostert. Mostert goes down, and what was going to be a stomp game, Trey Sermon was deactivated. No one even knew this. Trey Sermon got deactivated by the uh, 49ers even before the game, scratched. Uh, you thought it was going to be hasty. It turned out to be this Eric Mitchell guy. No one had even heard of this dude except for 
fourth quarter uh, 49ers fans watching preseason. Like the fourth string guy was the main running back for the 49ers. Racked up a bunch of yards. No one had him. No one had him. He was the fourth string guy. I swear. None of us knew anything. Like Kyle Shanahan bamboozled all of us. Because Trey Server was deactivated. You think it's Mostert season. Mostert gets hurt. So you think it's Hasty who, you know, maybe if you didn't play Mostert, like I like I had a ton of Mostert, but I did have some Hasty only lineups. And I'm thinking Hasty's gonna fe- feast. Hasty got did get a TD, but he doesn't get nearly enough touches. Uh, like you know, you got some value, but it's like it wasn't anything smash worthy. Uh, I mean, just tons, tons of things going by the wayside. Just bad performances all around. I mean, the Colts were putrid. Uh, Houston and Jacksonville. Jacksonville was awful. Uh, just a bunch of like Tennessee. Man, Tennessee was rough. I, I, you know. I, I, I said I was a little bit suspicious because you know we had, uh, we had a, a chance that uh, that line shift showing that Vegas preferred Arizona that was looked a little problematic. I did not see Tennessee just getting absolutely smacked at home. I mean, I had a ton of Tennessee exposure uh, with the passing attack. I thought that it was going to be a great day for Tannehill. It was miserable. So, yeah, you know, things happen. Um, Carolina just had a ho-hum performance, but the Jets were so bad that, like, Carolina didn't need to do anything crazy on offense. Like, the Jets didn't provide anything. The Jets could be even worse than we thought. Just a lot of bad performances all around. But, yeah, anyway, um, let's get right down to it in terms of uh, uh, this matchup. The Bears stink. We all know the Bears stink. So, what are we going to do? We want to play uh we want to play the Rams. We want to play a lot of the Rams. But you still got to play Bears. And you got to figure out what the script's going to be. And with the Bears, you know they're going to try to run the ball. But they're not going to be able to run the ball against Aaron Donald. So, right off the bat, you you know they're going to waste a bunch of possessions and you know and Andy Dalton's pop gun arm is not going to throw for that many yards. So it, it, it already eliminates so many aspects of what you think the bears might be able to do. I'm looking at this as a slate where you're probably going to play at most one player on the bears and who on the bears do we think is going to get enough uh, value there is like, I would almost say that trying to squeeze in as many rants as possible and playing some random scrub like a Demir Bird at 200 bucks is actually the viable strategy here. I, I, I think it, it's actually viable because the Bears are that bad. As like I know Allen Robinson can play. I know Daryl Mooney can play. But Daryl Mooney's over 5K. Allen Robinson's uh, 10K. It's just too much money there if I'm going to fit in all the Rams uh, pass catchers because the Rams are going to spread the ball around with Stafford. One thing we know about Stafford, he does spread the ball around regardless. So to me, this is just one of those uh, cases where 
Oh, wow. We got Jordan Love action here because this game is so far out of reach for the Packers. Oh, so the Packers did get Jordan Love in game one of the regular season. This was not how people thought this game was going to go, myself included. Like, Jameis looked great, but it was such a one-sided game that, again, there's not, like, there wasn't that much passing going on uh, in this game because, you know, it it, it just wasn't a... There, there wasn't that much going on. And damn it, Melvin Gordon just destroyed the slate, afternoon slate for me. Melvin Gordon just broke the slate with a huge run against the Giants. Oh, man, the Giants just killed me. Just, oh, oh, God, the Giants. Oh, I just needed you to slow down Denver not to do anything else. That Melvin Gordon run just, just destroyed the slate. It just killed the slate. Oh, man. Oof. All right. Well, maybe I have a Melvin Gordon lineup somewhere that I forgot about. I'm going to hope that's the case, that I forgot I have a Melvin Gordon lineup somewhere because this this is rough. <laughs> like, uh, this is absolutely rough if... Uh, Oh man, that Melvin Gordon run's gonna. Oh, that hurts. That really hurts. I mean, even with playing Tyree Kill, who's going off now, that Melvin Gordon run hurts. Because I know people play Melvin Gordon, and that like that Melvin Gordon didn't do anything today, and he just busted off a seventy-yard run against the Giants. Like that's just so frustrating. Like, the game was already over. The Giants just gave up on a rushing play. Anyway, I'm getting I'm getting distracted by the Giants. This is why doing a show in the middle of games is not always the best idea, because I'm rambling. But, in terms of lineup construction, I think the Mere Bird, at 200 bucks, he could get a zero. Clearly. But I'm playing for a blowout script. And with a blowout script, you're looking at guys like a Demir Bird, a Brashad Perryman, uh, who's like uh, 1,200. Like, you're looking for the guys who are literally playing because they just got smacked around and did absolutely nothing. Like, Marquise Goodwin is, even at 4-2, might be something I might consider. But it's just so expensive, I might want... Might as well just pay up for uh, Mooney. But, like, a lot of people are going to be playing Mooney at 50, uh, uh, percentage-wise. It's just, there's just not, there's not value there with Chicago. I'm just saying, with, when you're building like this, like, and I'm just giving you the thought process. So, you can look at a lineup like this. Stafford at QB. He's going to spread the ball around. The Rams are going to try to run the ball. Darrell Henderson still going to get the bulk of the carries at 7,600. So you got Stafford at captain. You got Mooney at wide receiver. And then you got Woods and uh, Cup. I think it's 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 viable to kind of go that route. Uh, and you got a filler uh, for the last piece. 
I think that's viable because I just don't see value in playing. I mean, yeah. Could you play Allen Robinson? Yeah. At 10 to, but it's just, you could still fit in. Uh, you could still fit in woods and cup and probably you'll have to go down to Rams kicker to make it work. But that's where I'm looking at this because like, if you do it, I just don't see where the bears are going to be able to run the ball on Aaron Donald. Like this is a bad matchup for the bears period. I don't see much value in trying to expand to two players. Cause if you expand to two players, here's what's going to happen. Like, uh, I'm just kind of running through simulations. Uh, you can play Mooney and Perriman together. You can get Woods and Cup. And then you can probably get a Rams running back with Stafford or do some combination of uh, the pairing. But it, it, I just don't see a ton of value. And I see no value in playing Andy Dalton at all. It's just none. They're just So let's just forget about Andy Dalton completely. Because I just don't see anything getting done there. But... You know, it's just it it's hard making a case for uh the Bears tonight. I, I just don't see any value in playing David Montgomery. Like I just don't. Maybe you can play a Rams wide receiver and a captain so you can fit in Allen Robinson and Perriman, and that way you just get catches and you hope that a Rams running back into into the end zone, but you know, is there's not a whole lot going around it. Like, there's just not a whole lot there that I'm I'm feeling great about. That, uh, to be perfectly honest. So, like I said, this is a kind of a short and sweet uh, episode. To be honest, in terms of strategy, I think the route to go is no more than two bears. I would prefer one, but. Um, but if it's uh, but for the two bears, it's got to be two pass catchers. It you know going running back doesn't make sense here. Uh, I don't see the bears m- doing much on the ground at all. I think you can x out uh, a pairman. I mean, you can x out Montgomery from your lineups. You can x out any Dalton because you know he's not going to throw for that many yards. It's just you know there's just not a lot there uh, to be perfectly honest. So. Yeah, pretty straightforward slate, uh, to be honest, for showdown purposes. But, you know, I'd rather keep it short and sweet. Uh, uh, In terms of captains, I would be focusing on for the showdown. Um, I like Cooper Cup. I like Robert Woods. Uh, If you want to go straight vanilla, obviously, you can play Stafford at captain, uh, you know, without question. Uh, You know, but I think a lot of people are going to go up there with Stafford and go for the passing yards. But I think, you know, if you're looking to win a tournament, you got to like start prioritizing some of the receivers. And I think, you know, by prioritizing the receivers and then, you know, going lower on the totem pole for the bears and not going to the Allen Robinsons of the world keeps you different enough. Ooh, man. Like, I don't know what the hell happened there. Did the punter just drop the ball for the, the, the Browns? Wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, this is kind of crazy what's going on here in the KC game. Uh, Kansas City is probably going to win this game now because the Browns punter 
drop the ball with less than 10 minutes left. I, t- I said this on the show. It's going to come down to the little details. You cannot have this happen where <laughs> the punter's dropping the ball. Like, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy what's going on. Absolutely crazy. I can't believe that just happened. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Drop the ball. Wow. Um, yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to check out here and, and watch the f- <laughs> ending of uh, this KC-Cleveland uh, game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would focus on limiting your exposure to the Bears to strictly their wide receivers. Do not waste time with Andy Dalton. Uh, don't don't bother with uh, trying to do something with uh, get cute with David Montgomery. I think you just got to focus on uh, what you can control. And I think what you control is basically getting uh, getting worthwhile exposure uh, to uh, the wideouts for the Bears. But the, the, the guys who are going to play once they get blown out which is the likely outcome here against the Rams. So, you know, look at, you know, maybe go down from Allen Robinson, you go down to Mooney, you you start looking at Perriman, you start looking at Bird. Those are the guys I would uh, kind of focus on, uh, to be perfectly honest, and and not uh, not uh, not overdo it there. So, you know, that's uh that's where I'm I'm kind of uh focusing my attention to for uh, showdown slates tonight so uh best of luck to everyone and uh and you know hopefully we get an exciting finish here uh for these afternoon games and uh, kind of go from there so uh take care everyone and have a good one thanks for listening to the fantasy throwdown podcast be sure to like and subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts, google podcasts and all other major outlets These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.